Unity Community of Central Oregon's podcast featuring Reverend Jane Hyatt. We have created a sanctuary here. We are the sanctuary. And love is flowing through in so many different expressions. Just put your hand on your heart and say thank you. Thank you to your own beautiful your own beautiful being for creating this. Today we're talking about faith, walking on the water. So the story that walking on the water comes from is about how Jesus' disciples get in a boat and they're heading out, and it gets really stormy, and he stayed behind to pray. And it's getting very, very dicey in this storm. And all of a sudden, over in the distance, they see someone walking toward them on the water. And as it gets close enough, they're trying to, you know, like, first of all, what would you think? Somebody's walking on the water. You're, you're flabbergasted by this. But as they get closer they recognize that looks like Jesus. And so Peter, whose name means faith, when, when Jesus renames him, which was a common thing, you get a spiritual name when you step into something bigger, and he is renamed from Simon to Peter, meaning faith, and he says, I'm going to found my church on you, meaning on faith. These gatherings that grow are founded on faith in something that's greater. So Peter is the one that spots him, and he says, Lord, if it's you, prove it by telling me to walk toward you. Have you ever put something impossible out? Jeff tells the story of when he was a nine-year-old. He used to go digging for worms, and he'd say, okay, if there's really a baby Jesus, let there be nine worms in my shovel. Definition. Yeah. So we, we do these things. <laughs> Even when we're small, we put out these tests to God to prove because we doubt. So he puts out what he thinks is an impossible task. He doesn't know how to walk on the water. Well, of course, what does Jesus say? Come on. And so Peter, because his faith is great, gets out of the boat. This is a seasoned fisherman. Seasoned fishermen don't climb out of the boat in the middle of a storm. But that's what he does, and he walks toward Jesus, and he is walking on the water. Until he starts thinking about, oh, crap, there's a storm going on. <laughs> and as soon as he has that thought, down he goes. And Jesus reaches out his hand and pulls him back up. This story is not literal. It's a sacred story telling us that when the storms of life come and the ocean represents emotion, 
when those storms come and batter us and scare us, if we will keep our eyes firmly on the divine, that higher power, if we keep our attention there, we can rise above the storm that is going on. Jesus talks also about if you have faith, you can say to a mountain, I'm going to throw you into the sea. Now, most of us don't know how to move a mountain, right? But again, it's not meant to be literal. The mountain is, represents higher consciousness, and we can move our higher consciousness wherever we need it to be if we have faith. He talks about mustard seeds. Those of you who cook probably have mustard seed in your spice cabinet. Maybe you've even used it once. I don't know. I, I've had it for years, but I've never used it. But I know that it's tiny. It's teeny, 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 tiny. And he talks about how the mustard seed, even though it's tiny, grows into a bush. Over in the Middle East, it's a weed, probably like we have sagebrush here. It would be there. So even from the teeniest bit of faith, there is so much growth that is available. That's what he's saying. We don't need a lot. And that's lucky, because a lot of the times we don't have a lot in, when we get into difficult situations. They frighten us. And we don't, we don't know on a human level if we'll be OK. But luckily, we are not restricted to the human level. We can have faith in something greater. We can share stories with one another. My favorite story, and I apologize to those of you who have heard it, involved a time that I was on a honeymoon with a previous husband. And we were traveling in an RV. Now, he had borrowed this RV from his brother-in-law, who said, no problem. It's 20 years old, but it'll just go like 70 all the way. You won't have any issues. And my husband had decided that this thing was not reliable. And he's cruising along at 60, which is the fastest he could get it to go, reciting a mantra to himself. And the mantra was, this piece of crap is going to break down. <laughs> so. Unity 101, our thoughts create our reality, <laughs> especially when felt with great emotion and repeated. And so all the way from Seattle to Provo, Utah, coming up the hill to the Great Divide on a rainy Friday afternoon at 5, when suddenly the RV lumbers over to the side of the road and dies. <laughs> now, my part of this, because I, I don't know that he's thinking all that, we were listening to a tape 
on the power of prayer. And one example after another is being given of these amazing miracles that happened when somebody prayed. And at that point in my life, this was way before unity, I, I had no experience of prayer working. And so I'm listening to these and I'm thinking, does this really work? Like for ordinary people? And so the next thing that happens is the RV breaks down. So I had read the Celestine prophecy at that time, which in part said, if you ask the universe a question, pay attention, the answer is about to show up. So I said, okay, I asked the question, the RV broke down, maybe I should pray. And trust me, you don't want me near the hood of the engine. So I start praying, and somehow I stumble on the prayer of gratitude. And I just start giving thanks. I give thanks for the elements of the earth that went into building the RV. I give thanks that we are fixed and on our way. I just thank, 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 thank for everything I can think of. Five minutes later, a pickup truck coming from the opposite direction pulls a U comes behind, what's the problem, he says. And the next thing you know, all the collective wrenches are out. He is under the RV. He says, oh, here's the problem, it's a fuel pump. You're not getting any fuel to your engine. And then he says, I just happened to have a spare in my rig. I just bought it. Would you like me to put it in? He installs the fuel pump. And remember, this is a 20-year-old RV. He installs the fuel pump. And then my um, ever-optimistic husband is thinking, OK, now it's going to be highway robbery. But his negative thoughts were not a match for the positive flow of gratitude. Metaphysically, even when our own negative thoughts are putting something out, Gratitude can override it. And this gentleman said, oh no, oh, my husband said, can I pay you for it? And he said, oh no, if you'd be willing to give me $54, I have the receipt for the pot. And then just get on your way and have a wonderful vacation. <laughs> so through my life from that point, when I have had circumstances in life that are storms, my equivalent of a dead RV on the side of the road, I remember that gratitude has huge power. I have faith in the power of gratitude. We put faith in higher power. It's different than beliefs. For example, I have a belief in chiropractic. Because over the years, I have used chiropractic, and I have, I have seen, like my children from the time they were little, never needed to have antibiotics because they always went to chiropractors. So I know it works. I don't have faith in chiropractic. I believe in it, and it's based on my experience. I have faith in the power of the body to heal. 
That's something I can't understand, but I have faith in it. I have faith that there is an orderly universe and that the stuff that's going on that I don't like somehow is going to all flow together. I have faith that I am a creative element of the universe and that I have the power through my actions to make a difference in this world. We put our faith in that kind of thing. And when we have that kind of faith, we can create anything. When Elizabeth led that beautiful meditation today and she called in the children in our world and invited unity to step into that vision that we are making a difference for our next generation, the generation that is going to heal this planet, not us, them. Ours is to prepare them so that they are able to do it. Ours is to support them. And this community is about doing that. So join me in faith. We have a vision. Let's seed it with our faith and our gratitude and know that with that, we can walk on water. <laughs>